Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of A Thousand Tiny Tantrums. My name is James. I'm Nick. And on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about time travel, which is always an important and timely discussion. Well, it's always important because time travel is always happening. But first... For instance, I was three seconds ago, three seconds ago. But first... I just want to mention that my latest video, Painter of the Night and the Sadism of Class, is live on YouTube, so go check that out if you haven't already. And Nick's debut novel, Gentleman's Club, is now available for pre-order everywhere that you can pre-order books. Paperback and ebook is available, and eventually audiobook as well. So go pre-order that for you and all of your friends. And your family. And your family. I don't know if your family will like it, but (laughs) you and all your friends. So... Time travel. Time travel. Now that the ad read is done. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to talk about this because of... Loki. Yeah, I was getting there because of the content that appeared in Loki. And that started a whole lot of discussions between us. Dirty content. About how time travel would work. And I don't really want to talk about Loki, but I do want to talk about time travel in general in media, other media and stuff, because... I've actually seen something, people talking about what? Uh, Loki, that they are incredibly happy and excited mm-hmm. about how the events of Loki have meant that everyone's... Um, That everything has been preordained in the MCU. And that they really like that all of that personal agency has been taken away because it shows that even the Avengers are just specks of nothing. Are we trying to trigger me? Are we trying to trigger me? Are we trying to trigger me? I've been seeing these takes the last couple of days, and I know that they are not takes you agree with, but I thought that I should let you know that they exist on the internet. If you want that, then you're saying that... Everything that happened in the last 10 years is just, you know, some guy with time travel playing chess pieces. Like, everything Thanos built up to. Every character development. It didn't mean anything. Um, especially that monologue by Tilda Swinton about how time, how the time stream works with the Infinity Stones. That doesn't mean anything. No, like, that's complete nihilism. And I, anyway... This is why I didn't want to talk about this, because it's very triggerable. You're the one who wanted to cover time travel. No, Loki. Specifically talking about Loki. Oh. Um, because, like, I, I really want my characters to, their choices and their actions to mean something instead of, like, no, this is just what this um, one guy decided was the best course of action for him or for whatever reason. Because um, believe me, in the comics, Immortus is never a benevolent character. Mm-hmm. Um, even when he's helping out, he's doing it for a reason. And this is an element of time travel that I'm all really kind of... I, either someone is coming up to their peak or someone is on their last legs when they start introducing time travel. Because it is just so easy to lean into this. Oh, um, I think in a lot of things that's true. But with the MCU... Yeah, I'm willing to give, I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, because it's like, it's inevitable that they're going to get to the time travel stuff because Mm -hmm. it's so important in so much of the comics. Yeah. Time travel, alternate universes, variants, Mm -hmm. like all that stuff. Age of Apocalypse is one of the most important days of future past. Yeah. These things are some of the most iconic moments in Marvel history. So 
And Secret Wars, I think, is kind of time travel. It's interdimensional. Yeah. Which which Secret War we're talking? Secret War, Secret Wars, Secret War Two. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot. Of, they like that title for some reason. Yeah. But like, so my only really hope for the way that time travel functions in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that when Thanos destroyed the Infinity Gems, that's when time travel became possible. Yeah. Um, everything before then didn't really matter. But then again, are we in a situation where does destroying the Infinity Gems mean that, um, for instance, the TVA, uh, spoilers. Um, that that kind of created the TVA and yeah. therefore everything beforehand was preordained because the TVA went back and preordained it. Kind of, yeah. Like, but how, and that's what I mean. Like, how does this work? Because especially, like, you know, apparently Loki deciding that he doesn't want to die violates the time timeline. But Captain America going back in time to be with his OTP is perfectly fine. Not his OTP. <laughs> Not his OTP. Um, the one that society has told him is his OTP. <laughs> But um, I will not have you speaking straight. <laughs> I will Bucky. not tolerate this heterosexual nonsense. <laughs> um, but so, like, th there's a lot of hopes that I have wrapped up in how they handle time travel. I hope they don't go with the lowest common denominator, which was it was Mortis all along. Because if it was a Mortis all along, then all of Agatha's and Wanda's and along. and their kind all of the actions in what they're doing with the MCU now they're saying like oh this this doesn't matter mm -hmm. um, and that's something that I didn't like out of the uh, Loki series and this is kind of like on a very high level didn't really affect how I watched it but just like oh, I would have done it a bit differently is the TVA doesn't seem as fallible as it should be um, I think the fact that they let Sylvie slip through the through their fingers for so long is an indication that they didn't quite have their shit together. Yeah. Um, and then having Immortus be infallible. Um, because he said that everything, he, he planned for everything. I would have liked just to nod like, yeah, sometimes it goes off the rails. But, you know, I get things I've seen going a theory through. online that, and I really like this, mm -hmm. that when Wanda becomes the Scarlet Witch is the moment. Yeah, I like that theory a lot. It makes that her... she breaks it. Especially because it would make her the Nexus event. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like that feeds into the she will destroy the universe prophecy by not any choice of her own, but her being a Nexus mm -hmm. will destroy the universe. I really like that theory that I've seen online. I'm like, if they do that, that is... That's cool. Yeah, that that would be cool. And once again, give characters agency. Yeah. You need to have your characters have agency. That's not an opinion. That is a need. Anyway. Um, Unless you're specifically removing their agency for a much mm -hmm. grander purpose. But, that, but you can't do that. You can do you can't that, do that for, retroactively. You, yeah, I was going to say, like you can do that for a movie or two. Mm -hmm. You can't do that for 12 years worth of... Yeah, because... All of because if that's the case, then all of those emotional moments that we cried at in the uh, last ten movies, mm -hmm. um, they don't mean anything. Yeah, they don't mean anything. Um, Tony giving up his life—that mm -hmm. was not his choice. That Gamora was... and Nebula learning to be sisters—that wasn't their choice. Yeah, uh, the snap, all of that mm -hmm. was just—it was going to happen, and they were always going to come back mm -hmm. to life. And like, why would they go through the process of giving Tilda Swinton some screen time to have a visual metaphor of how time works with the Infinity Stones if you just violate that instantly? Yeah, like it. it I have a feeling it's all going to tie in. I have a feeling they have a plan. Yeah, um, I have faith in Kevin Feige. I don't think he will delegitimize mm -hmm. twenty he, movies. Yeah, what his legacy is. Well, yeah, legacy. Also, just record Because there is no guarantee yeah. that 
after the Infinity Saga, the mm-hmm. MCU will continue to be as big as it was. I mean, if watch numbers for for Loki, Captain America, Winter Soldier, and WandaVision were an indication, it's, it, we ha- there Falcon, hasn't been a slowdown. Falcon down. and the Winter Soldier. What did I say? Captain America. I mean, it, it is retroactively yeah, yeah. Captain America, but um, I do love the the other meme I've seen that's like... Sam's uh, uh, speech to the... No, oh. no. Uh, oh, I hate that. <laughs> um, Sorry for the echo. But no, I, I love where it's like, Loki and Wanda completely fucking the timeline. Yes! Sam and Bucky having a barbecue. It, it's, it's Sam and Bucky fixing their boat, and the meme is like the, boat, vo- the, yeah. volca- the volcano with the lightning bolt going on the ash, and it's like Wanda and Loki just explaining the uh, multiverse, like Sam and Bucky, yeah. like with their boat. Yeah, <laughs> fixing up the boat. Fixing their boat. <laughs> like, yeah, that's about as much impact as I expect <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier to have on the greater MCU. I mean, like... Yeah, like, I mean, like, the Black Captain America thing, that's pretty monumental. Yeah. Um, but I mean, story-wise. Yeah. Not culturally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, with everything with Baron Zemo going on, they could have had a little bit more world-building, but, like, there was they were trying to do much, too much with that show as it was. Yeah. Anyway, so time travel. Time travel. That's Let's... not related to Loki. <laughs> that's not related to Loki. I um, <laughs> indicated a little bit of my feelings about time travel as a trope. Um in that it can either be something that is brilliant for describing how things work, or it can be a crutch. Mm-hmm. And from what I've seen, Doctor Who runs the gamut. <laughs> <laughs> um, I All of my Doctor Who knowledge is entirely by proxy, so I can't really speak to that. I can speak to what people have said about it, and that... Uh, there was a while there that time travel was basically used as a magic undo button to undo traumas and character developments, but... Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, the new series is of the last two Doctors haven't been too fantastic. Um, really great actors, given kind of really poor circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like time travel can be the best, of the best, or it cannot. So, do you have any input? What's your example of time travel being the best of the best? Um, usually, instances where it's used very lightly. Um, I, what comes to mind is uh, Thirteen Monkeys. Do you ever see that? No. Um, basically, I like instances of time travel where it's a singular story, where it's basically a closed loop, um, where the events in the future depend on the events of the past happening. Um, sort of in a very kind of Sophocles. It was Sophocles who did Oedipus, right? Yeah. Um, time travel as it functions as a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, you know, like the only reason Oedipus uh, killed his dad and banged his mom was because he was told by an oracle that he would kill his dad and bang his mom. Yeah. That caused him to change his actions and lead him to a course of actions that would lead to the fulfilling of the prophecy. Um, you know, the more you, the more or less you know. So, like, that's kind of what I like when time travel is really incorporated into a plot to tell a message, not tell a story. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate time travel. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. It is... I have seen it done well once. Which, where? Terminator 2. Yes, that's that's, that's a good example. That is the only time I have seen time travel done once, mm-hmm. or done well. I didn't like it in Endgame. I thought it was, okay, they're doing it because they are doing it. I thought there was something better they could have done. Yeah. Um, there's always something better you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, what about an instance like Loki, where that is the plot? Is talking about how the screwing around dealing the time. with variants and stuff like that. Like then that is the plot. But mm-hmm. 
I would have preferred Loki be about something else. Yep. That's fair. I hate time travel. I think it's weak. I think it is a lazy storytelling technique. Mm-hmm. I like like I said earlier, it's been used many, many times in like comic books. Yeah. And, you know, going through like I think we talked a little bit about the use of time travel in Marvel. I I I, I can't stand it in the comics. Yeah, I think like it's with terrible. Like Age of Apocalypse, um, and, or mostly Days of Future Past. Age of I Apocalypse was a very kind of thing. I think Days of Future Past. That's the one where Kitty Pride goes back in time, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that was done okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I feel like a lot of instances of use of time travel are a complete lack of imagination. Sorry, not sorry. Um, There's one other. I mean, there's also, you know, like, The Time Machine by H.G. Wells. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, like, the original. That's the one where he keeps trying to go back in time to save his wife, right? Or am I getting confused with the mu- with the movie? Uh, it, it's basically, he's... I can't remember why he's... He's not going back in time. He keeps going into the future. Okay. But he goes too far. He goes past the point of where the moon has crashed into the earth and then society has fallen and rebuilt itself. And there's the... The Morlocks and the oh, I forget what the 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 good people are, mm-hmm. um, but you know that's kind of the obviously the progenitor of time travel kind mm-hmm. of thing, time travel f- science fiction. Um, I liked time travel in um, uh, oh what was it called eleven twenty two sixty three the Stephen King book. Mm-hmm. Um, right, yeah, the JFK assassination. And once again, these are tying into themes where I think the Time Machine movie that I saw was he kept trying to go back in time because his fiance died when he was in, he was proposing to her. I can't remember if the movie was any good or not. Um, I remember mm, that I liked I saw that in theaters. the theme because he kept trying to go back in time to save his wife who kept dying yeah. while he was proposing to her immediately before he was proposing to her. And it's happened a whole bunch of times. Oh, and then he like... Was he fall asleep or he, drunk or something? He, he knocked it the wrong he way. He hits his head, knocks it the wrong way, goes way in the future, past the point where... Well, first he goes too far into the future. Mm-hmm. The moon is crashing into the world. Yeah. Then he goes into like this jungle post-apocalypse setting. And I like that... And the, the Morlocks were the underground people. Yeah. And the... I can't remember what the above ground At people the were called. At the end of the movie, he's like wondering like, why can't I save my wife? Why can't... Why do I keep trying to go back and I'm to save my wife and why can't I fix her? And, someone, and the villain told her like, well, because if you saved your wife you would lose the reason you went back in time in the first place. Yeah. So that would create an inconsistency. And I was like, yes! That would create a paradox. And yeah. then that's, that's... Which is like, when time travel is done like that, that's interesting. I liked Stephen King's book. Because it's, it's the same thing. Like, if you go back in time, you will change things. And sometimes it may Drastically. not be... Like um, the butterfly effect. Like, there are changes yeah. made. But I like that proceed. book, not because of the time travel, but... Because, like, I the book would have been just as good if it had been, excuse me, if it had been mm-hmm. someone who had had a prophetic dream of JFK yeah. being assassinated or something like that. Like, because it was really, that book is a thousand pages and 900 of it is just personal stuff yeah. going on around the JFK assassination. The other hundred pages deal with time travel. Um, so, like... So I, I have one example of a movie where time travel is done well, and that's mm-hmm. not even a plot point, really. Well, yeah. it's a plot point, but it's not important to the movie, really. The movie is really about John and Sarah Connor and, mm-hmm. you know, the father figure of the T, T-800 and everything. Um, 
the sort of found family yeah all that kind of stuff um and then so there's one movie where it's good and one book where it's good but wasn't 100 percent necessary i it always bothered the only way the time travel works for me is when it kind of does what marvel did Mm -hmm. and every time time travel happens basically a new reality is created yeah um like that's what dragon ball z did like one thing when every time when trunks went back in time and and saved some stuff that didn't fix his reality Mm -hmm. that's something that's always bothered me about like the concept of time travel is like okay uh, you're in the future in a post-apocalyptic setting where machines have dominated the world and you need to send someone back in time to uh, save Sarah Connors. Um, Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. Sorry. Um, I'm Canadian. I put unnecessary uh, plurals on everything. Um, Why not send someone back to kill Miles Dyson before he is born so mm-hmm. that before he can even create Skynet? Yeah. But like my thing about that is like, okay... You need to go back in time to stop this from happening. Your old the reality you're leaving isn't just going to fizzle away. Well, yeah, it does when you fix it, does your reality just go and yeah. everything's better? But also just the fact that you existing back in time in a situation changes stuff. Yeah, your presence alone introduces matter into a closed system that was not there before. Yeah. There is going to be a quantum quantum stuff yeah we're like you know you're going to it's kind of like the question like if you could go back in time and kill baby hitler would you Mm -hmm. do it and like my kind of answer to that is what other angry german was there that was worse yeah that might have popped up if if hitler hadn't well yeah like and this is kind of uh or like there's a reason fascism didn't take hold in america and Mm -hmm. it's because they were looking at the nazis and going oh that's not great meanwhile you had Lindbergh running as a fascist for president when it comes to american fascism i think it's still tbd but but that's um, what i mean that's what i mean yeah without the nazis would there be a fascist boogeyman to stop america from going full fascism yeah and so it's like yeah and, like, this is kind of breaching very much in kind of a Leibnizian best-of-all-worlds kind of situation. Leibniz, old philosopher, dumb guy, didn't like him. Stole, cal- <laughs> stole calculus from... <gasps> old philosopher, didn't like him. <laughs> stole calculus from Sir Isaac Newton, and I've had mathematicians literally in tears telling me that I'm wrong. And I'm like, he openly admitted to... this is Calculus wasn't the first thing that he was in talking, talking to someone with and claimed that they stole it from him. It's like, this is a pattern with him. Come on. Anyway... Um, like, you know, his argument was like, uh, this is the best of all possible worlds because if things were different, they would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and Voltaire read him up and down the wall, dra- dragged him up and down the co- wall, like read him for filth. Like he, he was kind of not a fantastic philosopher and I don't really like him. Uh, hot take, maybe. Um, but like, sort of like, oh, if, things, if we could make things different, they might not be as good as they are. And it's like, on the flip side, like they might be completely different. We don't, we have a full awareness when it comes to time travel. We don't have a full awareness of how our actions, uh, especially drastic actions, will affect the well, future. Well, yeah, because if you kill baby Hitler, mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean World War One is not going to happen. Two. World War One. Right, World War One. Yeah, World War One. Which means that World War One happens. That probably also means the Depression happens. Yeah. Which means you don't have World War Two to drag the world out of the depression Mm -hmm. so does the world ever get out of the depression 
Another thing, like you want, okay, let let's prevent World War One. Or does the does the 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 rise of the depression cause the world to become a communist state instead of a capitalist one? Mm. Or does it, you know, become you know very communal socialism kind of thing where everyone lives in peace? Who knows? There are many different, you know, millions of variants. What, what specifically? What and because this is a topic you would like. Would the lack of a depression? Um, have drastically changed the way that the mafia functions, organized crime. Oh, absolutely. The mafia yeah. wouldn't have been able to take hold if it wasn't for prohibition. Well, yeah. well, the mafia wouldn't have been able to take hold if prohibition had never happened. Mm-hmm. The depression didn't really have that much of an effect mm-hmm. on the what the mafia did. It was prohibition. Okay, but uh, once if, again, if you never got rid of pro, if you never. If prohibition never happened, the mafia would have never taken hold in the northeastern United States. Um, not in the way it did, anyway. There, it would have existed because it already did, but it mm-hmm. wouldn't have become, you know, La Cosa Nostra. It wouldn't have become the mafia. Yeah. Another thing. Say you want to say, like, okay, let's do away with all of it then. The Depression, World War Two. Let's stop World War One from happening. Where do you start? Yeah, it's like, do you stop... The black head from assassinating Duke Franz Ferdinand um, from assassinating him. Yeah. So do you just stop that from happening? You know, okay. Like... What what other event would have sparked that powder keg? Okay. How do we disassemble the, disassemble the powder keg? That's going to take a lot of diplomacy and going back even further in time. Because to if stop World these War One hadn't these started because of that, might it have started because of the Russian Revolution mm-hmm. or uh, uh, Russia invading Japan or something mm-hmm. like that? Like what else? would have happened to cause that. World War One was always going to happen as soon mm-hmm. as you had automated guns. Yeah. There was going to be a war to use It them. was specifically the... So you would have had to basically go back to, like, China hundreds of years ago and stop the development of gunpowder. Yeah, which, how would that have affected the Chinese defense against Mongolia, routine Mongolian invasions? Yeah. Then all of Eurasia might be... Mongolian. Well, for a while it was. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, like England and yeah. like all of it. Um, the Vikings never would have made it across the sea because the Mongols would have killed them. No, like, the, the Vikings were descendants of Mongols in a lot of cases. Like a lot okay, of well, the, the Mongols weren't seafarers, so that yeah. wouldn't have happened. The Vikings never would have made it across the Atlantic mm-hmm. Ocean. And... Well, yeah, like there's this whole degree of consequentialism. Like the, you're saying like, oh, I want to stop World War II by killing Hitler. When you are dealing with levels of that kind of importance that's that's crazy which is like you know why i think that uh, endgame functioned okay with time travel because the express intention was to remove things from pack in time use them in the present and then put them back like that yeah. po- like putting them back is what matters the most mm-hmm. um and that that's but i then think the question that always like, but the only thing that really the thing that bothered me mm-hmm. the most with that is that somehow steve rogers went back in time which has already been established to be a different timeline. Mm-hmm. But then somehow he's old man Steve Rogers in the normal timeline. Yeah. And I don't think that makes sense and it bothers me to this Furthermore, day. because like... He, he never should have came back. The shield should have just been left there with a note. Yeah. Something like that. Because he, why did he need the shield mm-hmm. in the, the, the past? Yeah. Where he uh, was just going to drop... Another things. another thing is you would have had sections because Steve Steve would have gone back to I, I don't know how Steve's time travel device on his would have worked would he have gone back because he had all six of them with him whereas before they sent multiple teams 
to get multiple stones from different timelines, from different yeah. time, from different periods of time. There would be sections where multiple time infinity stones were overlapping because he had yeah. all of them. Um, so where and and then you've got two power stones existing at the same time. What yeah. does that do? Two time stones existing at the same time. Yeah. Like, what does that do to the timeline? Why I mean, does like, the TVA not fix that? But at the, at the same time, like the universe. That's, like there have been periods in Marvel history where the Infinity Stones have been destroyed. The Time Stone never gets destroyed. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally it's, time. Yeah. It can't it, on a fundamental level. It can't be destroyed. Mm-hmm. So like, how does that work? Like, and it seems like you can tell they went into Endgame uh, knowing that they had no idea how they were going to fix it all after the end of Infinity War. And they came, they said that in interviews. They wrote yeah. Infinity War and they didn't know how it was going to end. Yeah. Um, it's like that. That was not that was not very cash money. Um, <laughs> I mean, it made them a mint, but you know. Well, whatever. yeah, Endgame did make like the most money. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like you said, like there's no, there are very few instances where something could have couldn't have been done better mm-hmm. than time travel. Like with Terminator, I think it worked because, excuse me, it was the conceit of mm-hmm. something from the future mm-hmm. is coming back to kill someone who is going to stop them from mm-hmm. taking over. Yeah. And so the good guys send someone to stop that guy, yeah. the bad guy. And so it's very simple. Mm-hmm. And it's very, like, I don't know if it's like, and, and I think it's even in there that it's not going to fix the future, mm-hmm. but it's going to stop the past from getting there. So yeah. it's kind of... But here's the other thing about that. Okay, so you've got, what is it, the liquid guy, T2? He's the T-1000. T-1000. Um, you got the T2000. T1000. T1000. The machine sent the T1000 back in time to kill John Connors. John, John Connor. Connor. Yeah. Um, because the first, because the T800 failed to kill Sarah. Right. But like, if they knew but that these people what were... what ended up happening, and this is something that's interesting, is that because they sent the T800 mm-hmm. back they, to kill Sarah Connor. Yeah, they made her child. Yeah. They sent someone back to stop that from happening who then impregnated Sarah Connor. So it's a closed loop. Yeah. But that is it... That always had to happen. But th- that's what I mean, like... So that always happened. That was always necessary. Mm-hmm. There is no time travel to change. It's only time travel to ensure that something happens. Yeah, and time travel to fix the state of the future. Like, like why would the machines send anything back in time at all? Period. Like, if they are in control... But they're not. They're losing. That's the thing. They're losing to the humans who are led by John Connor. And so they're like, we need to kill him. Mm -hmm. And that's why they send things back to try and stop it. Okay. Um, So, so like, they know we're winning. We're winning. The humans are winning. We're going to win this war. Yeah. But we don't want this war to happen and decimate the planet Mm -hmm. in the past. We're always going to be in the post-apocalypse now because this has happened. But we can fix the past. Um, that's where it gets muddy is, for but that's me. A, yeah. It means it's a separate timeline. Yeah. Uh, closed loop, you need to have things in closed loop. And ironically, I think Looper, the movie, did not handle that very well at all. I never saw Looper. Yeah. Um, it didn't really I take avoid in... mo- most, most t- time travel stuff. Yeah. Like, it didn't really... It was a Ryan Johnson movie, but it didn't really handle it elegantly. Because there is a time when Bruce Willis's uh, past version kills himself to kill future Bruce Willis. But instead of nothing that this happening at all, Bruce Willis just vanishes. It's like no, that that's not how it works. Well, yeah, because well, and if was, you don't exist, you didn't. It go was back also to kill an him. attempt to rect- to include both an indication of free will 
and t- pre- and determinism at the same time. Yeah. Like the excuse was like, oh, I know Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis says to George Gordon Levitt, I know what you're thinking, um, but the more you change, but it's it's adaptive. Like I know what you're thinking as you think it. Yeah. Because these are my memories, and it's like. Okay, but you fundamentally—he is—you fundamentally shifted how your past version processes information. Yeah, that's fundamental. Anyway, so yeah, that's why I hate time travel. Yeah, because like there are so many things that need to be considered, and it's all there's always something better that can be done. <laughs> what and what could Endgame have been after the snap? Recreating well, the- it's getting the the Infinity Gauntlet back together mm-hmm. so you can do the snap again. Yeah. That means you're going after Thanos. You don't have to kill Thanos in the first mm-hmm. 20 minutes. Thanos is lost in space somewhere. You don't mm-hmm. know where he is. He, there's no tracking him. Where the hell is he? The movie, instead of being a time travel movie, becomes a where the hell is Thanos movie. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe when you find him, you know, he's, he's you know, built up Titan or, again. Yeah. And you've got the, an entire planet to defeat you. Or he has actually gone, like, full tilt crazy um, and is the mad titan and has and gone the mad titan talking to death and yeah and like he's instead of being honorable he's actually started to go a little bit power crazy with the infinity gems like titan. in the comics yeah like in the comics um, he thinks he's talking to death he thinks death's in love with him. he thinks he's talking to the devil let's say you kill him in the first 20 minutes and the avengers are like okay the only way to fix this is to make a new infinity gauntlet and a new infinity stones to synthesize the infinity stones but you know who really wouldn't appreciate that hella because she has been re-empowered by the number of people who just vanished so she's like i really don't want that power to go away so i'm gonna make a reprise and or maybe even like okay we need to the, the the infinity stones are not lost in time but lost in space they're mm-hmm. out there god knows where yeah and so we need to find them so we need to split up and find them how do we find them okay well captain marvel can do this and this blah 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah and okay now as a team we're going to go through this dimension hopping space mm-hmm. thingamajig that's basically in the time travel thing but it's going to take us to faraway planets where we need to find these mm-hmm. and then you can you know meet little certain aliens that you know, or in the Marvel universe, you you know, maybe you go to, and one of them ends up in Mojo World, like all of that. And, and yeah, like, I, I hope not to talk about Marvel about this, but like, there are ways, like, that's the thing, you can do it better. I think there's the, always a way to do it. Better. I think the rules for when time travel is a good system is when is is A, a narrative device, and B, when you are trying to say something about time itself. Like the nature of determinism, when you're trying to use time travel as a device to convey a message about human nature. Yeah. Um, because then the focus isn't about how the mechanics of time travel, it's what your opinions on human nature are. Yeah. Um, and like in that sense, like that's why I kind of related time travel to Oedipus. Because, like, what's the difference between knowing the future through time travel and knowing the future because a lady in a cave is huffing morphine? Uh, not morphine, um, methane. Um, yeah. You know, like, you know, you are given a glimpse of the future. Your reaction to it is what is more important than the actual future is. And, like, I love the the idea, the sort of conceit in literature of, okay, you have a magic reset button. Mm-hmm. Here you go, fix it. Yeah. But it's impossible to fix. Like mm-hmm. Orpheus and Eurydice. Like, yeah. Orpheus goes down to Hades mm-hmm. and down to the underworld and actually con- and convinces Hades to let him take Eurydice back up but she's dead 
she's never going to get out of there because mm-hmm. he would never be able to get out without looking back because he yeah. will always he because would always have he, that insecurity because he, the challenge that he was given was tailor made to his personality because it was known that there was no way that a storyteller would be able to resist curiosity yeah he would and always that, fail like, that's what I mean the message is not about time travel it is a device to convey message about humanity and not to talk about how um, Cable says that if this happens, the X Men are the world yeah. is going to get destroyed. But uh, Bishop says no, don't do that. Or I come from a world where the universe does get destroyed if we do this. Yeah. So it's like, should we let the Phoenix Force back onto Earth? It's like I don't know. Scott's like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I think this is the second time we've talked about it in this podcast. I really have mixed feelings about Avengers versus X Men. Um, oh. <laughs> I didn't even know that was Avengers versus X. All I remember about Avengers versus X Men literally is Scarlet Witch being like, "No, you should probably leave Hope alone," mm-hmm. and the Phoenix Force being like, "No." It's like it's kind of what happened. Yeah, y- 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 y'all are kind of being like, "Yeah, oh, Wanda, you're evil," and y- y'all are. Im- the Scar- the, the treatment that the Scarlet Witch gets within Marvel, within the MCU, and within the fandom is abysmal. Not, I don't think in the MCU, but the the fans. I loved all through WandaVision where it's just, oh, she's evil. She's going to be evil. This mm-hmm. is when she turns evil. Oh, my God, she's so evil. Just the excitement for her to turn evil. It's like she's worth more to this story than... Uh, just House being of, a bad guy. Yeah, than, be, than being there for House of M. Like, she is a character. She is powerful. It's like she they just want her to be Malekith for a movie and then go away. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, no... Like, and I keep saying to people, like, they're not going to make her go villain in Doctor Strange. They need to show her being a hero first. Yeah. And, like, her tragic fall was ne- is never going to be in the frame of her doing villainy. It's going to be a matter of her cope- inability to cope with ongoing traumas that keep getting stacked onto her plate. Anyway, time travel. Time travel. <laughs> Non-Marvel related Marvel time does, travel. Mar- neither Marvel nor DC ha- particularly from... handled time travel very well. Gracefully. No, when t- well, Flashpoint DC did time travel with Flashpoint, which gives you an interesting kind of story of like, okay, well, that's when Thomas Wayne becomes Batman, mm-hmm. and Martha because he's like, I have to avenge my son's death, mm-hmm. uh, but Martha Wayne just snaps because I love you find the- out that she's an Arkham, yeah. and she becomes the Joker, um, and you get that iconic panel where they're both in Crime Alley. Mm-hmm mourning over their son but it's batman and the joker yeah and so like that's really cool but yeah. that's an elseworlds thing it's not yeah. time travel. like i said it's not meant to be time travel is not the focus mm-hmm. time travel is an element of the plot used to convey something it about gets you humanity. there so you can tell a story exactly yes and that's the same pattern with terminator that's the same pattern with mm-hmm. the even the literal thing called the time machine he's we are learning about humanity yeah um and not being told that oh my god time travel time is broken because we've gone back in time too much yeah um literally a marvel plot <laughs> Oh, no. And also also con- considering the fact that, you know, uh, in relative terms, and I mean relative as in like relative scientific relativity, time and space are the same thing. Which, which is kind of mind-boggling, but like in larger terms, there's no difference between oh, time like, passing yeah. and space passing. Yeah. So like, you know, we're 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 in a mess. And furthermore, if you're going back in time, how do you guarantee that it's you're like going back? It's like people talking in- about, oh, it's 4D. It's like, no, the fourth dimension is time. Yeah. You're you're wrong yeah um i mean like there's You're no thinking set dimension. about like fifth dimensional stuff dimensions are basically arbitrary based on what you ascribe to thing like you know whatever but like you know like another thing with time travel if you go back a week in time the earth was in a completely different place 
Well, yeah, you're like, dead. The Earth was in, in a space. different place in space. The, the Milky Way was in a different space. We have, I, I don't know, is, does uh, for our space astrology, astronomy, astro, astronomy fans, like, does the Milky Way move through space? And if it does, how fast does it move? I think it does. I, and like, but, but like, yeah, if you went, if you went bloop on your Apple Watch and went back a week in time, mm-hmm. yeah, you're you're in you're space. dead. You're, you're dead, bitch. Yeah, like you need space. to firmly establish that you have a relative point of reference. When if you went an hour ago, you're probably with in the crust now like it's it it makes no sense and and it always bothers me like when like well that depends on what's in harry potter like with the the time turner and it's Mm -hmm. like it's like everyone's favorite book is prisoner of azkaban it's like yeah but it's impossible because harry projects his own patronus at himself and that doesn't work that's not it no that's not how it wasn't jk she was violating her own rules that quickly it the time trap that's why the time turner was never used again because mm-hmm. in the proper series um because it just kind of completely messed with the structure of the book um and that's like everyone's favorite book and i'm like all right it was I mean, my was... favorite too but the more i thought about the time travel part of it i'm just like i haven't i've only read that one once and it was like decades ago but like it was the first one i read oh my god i feel gross i just said i've been alive for decades oh three Three decades. Um, You're in your fourth. No, I'm going to be celebrating my 30th birthday once uh, COVID is gone. Me too, I think. I'm not turning 30 during a pandemic. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I turned... No, I turned 30 before the pandemic. Um, I turned 30 in 2018. But late 2018. Yeah. December. Yeah. And that's that. That's something you know. T- talking about time travel, the pandemic has made time meaningless, such a weird yeah. thing yeah. now that it's like, I I when I was editing the painter of the night video, I was in a rush. Oh God, I get this shot. I get this edited because for some reason, for the first time in my life, I had forgotten that July has thirty one days. And you never forget stuff like that. Yeah, like it's a month. You're usually reminding me about stuff like that all the time. And it's like, I just completely forgot that there's a 31st day in July. And so I was like, oh, well, the video's done early. And then I was going to leave it sit for a day. And I was like, no, I'm bored. Because I was going to put it out. I was like, I'll get it out before ContraPoint's new video. But she put out a tweet today basically saying, I don't know when it's going to be. (laughs) (laughs) There is no big reason to rush. Um... But yeah, time has become such a mess over the last year and a half because nothing, like, because, like, us, we, we barely left the, the apartment because, you know, like, mm-hmm. I'm overcautious. I like, don't want I, to go to the beach or go to a movie. Yeah, I had a bit of a meltdown uh, the other day. I didn't tell you about this, but, like, I realized it, it, it's August. I've once again let a summer slip by. I haven't gone outside. I haven't gone to parks. I am missing nature so desperately. I am so starved. Well, there's starved. no reason for you to not go for a walk. I mean, I go for walks all the time. But I mean, to go to a park, to go to a garden, to, you know. I mean, like, the parks in the city aren't fantastic. There's the one in the in the south, but, like, that's really far south. And, like... You could get on a bus and go. I guess I could. But I'm just saying, like, I... But it's also a, a matter of me forgetting how much time is passing, so not being aware of how much time is passing. So I'm like, oh, I'll just go. I'll go eventually. I don't... There's no rush. And then suddenly, like, oh, my God. Like... Yeah. Um... 
You know what I prefer to time travel? Parks are nicer in the fall anyway. I guess so. I mean, I, I like heat, but you know, like what you know what I prefer to time travel? Hmm. Quantum possibilities. Like an instance of two different things happening to the same people at the same time, you know? Kind of closer to multiverse kind of stuff, like based on choices, choices lead in two different directions, two mm-hmm. possibilities. Kind of just pl- explained a science fiction story to you the other day in the car. Um, well, it's kind of what we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier, I think. Like if you did this, then this yeah. would happen. And Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like time travel, ironically, does not usually take into consideration the concept of consequence. Well, no, because it always kind of just creates, seems like it creates a new timeline. Yeah. Always. Um, In which case, what's the consequence if it's just a new timeline? What's the consequence if there's a button at the bottom of the Tartarus that can undo all of the character the development? Tartarus? <laughs> the Tartarus? Tartarus. Tartarus. <laughs> Fuck. No, no. Tartarus is in Tartarus is in hell. That's where the bad people go. It's one of the places in hell. That's you know, where the bad people go. Tar- I mean, like Tartarus is where the punishment. We, we talk happens. about the concept of hell in like very Christian terms, like oh, bad people go there, like without realizing that the people who were sent to Tartarus were the people who had done some serious stuff to piss off the gods. Yeah. Like that was cosmic treason, and now you go to hell for touching yourself. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> But because, like I was saying, because of the pandemic, I've lost mm-hmm. complete track of time. Like, yeah, it's August of 2021. Mm-hmm. I, other than, oh, a month has passed since I put out a video, I should put out a video. Mm-hmm. That's my only frame of reference now. Like, and like I was talking to my mother the other day and she was saying the same thing because she and I used to basically talk every day. Like, for a couple of minutes, you know, she would call, we'd talk for a couple of minutes. And now we go a week without talking. Oh, my God. And yeah, it's you're just right. because she and I have just completely lost track of, well, is today Monday or Tuesday? The days are oh, blend- yeah, the shit, days blend it's Saturday. Together. Yeah. Oh, my because, God. Because, like, there's, there's no... I mean, like, especially I- with me, like, not having a traditional job now... You know, like not mm-hmm. working Monday to Friday. There's nothing to say, okay, this is Saturday and Sunday. And it's all just gone to hell in a handbasket. I mean, like, I, I have think... no, no control yeah. over time anymore. Because, like, I never really, even when I was working, I was usually working jobs which were shift work. So yeah. I didn't really have a sense of week structure. Um, excuse me. Even we in school, like. burped at the same time. Oh, gross. Um even when I was in school, like I had a hard time really gauging what the days were. I only really knew what the days were based on what was going on. What was and due. After, <laughs> which 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 trauma was happening this week? Um, so much gray hair. Um, I, I need to dye my hair now that I think about it. Right? Yeah, you said I'm dying it gray, but I don't have gray hair. I, I'm dying it gray. I do have gray in my beard, though. You have some gray hair on the side of your head. Oh, thanks. I thought I was. I mean, not you hadn't noticed. Going, it? No. Okay. It's perfectly I'm normal for a man your age. Um, so old. Hey, I have a lot of gray hair on the side of my head, too. Specifically one side more than the other. Anyway, hmm. so, like, I always kind of gauge time based on where you were. And... Well, you're, you're, you're fucked now. Yeah, I... Where am I? Oh, we're swearing in this one, too. Okay. Um, there's, there's no advertising. <laughs> but, yeah, so I can like, barely get YouTube to monetize my... my <laughs> video videos that's so true so true be- scripted so and... true bestie um <laughs> oh the 
fights I have with those people. Oh my god. Do we still know do we know why they did you figure out why they demonetized this one? Or tried to? The painter video? Yeah. Um Is the R word. Um No. No? It was the thumbnail. Damn it. Because I did like that thumbnail. Specifically because sex is depicted looks like it's depicted in the thumbnail and that's what did it okay well we know for next time yeah no sex in the thumbnails Uh, no sex allowed just no sex at all no no No. sex which i want to know how a moralistic culture came about where we put such taboo on an element of life that is required to exist what i want to know is how youtube is like absolutely no sex do not talk about sex do not show sex bad 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 Mm -hmm. because advertisers won't buy ad space if you're talking about sex Mm -hmm. meanwhile half naked woman in times square selling panties yeah um sex is the biggest biggest element of advertisement media like sex sells has been a thing in advertising since the 1800s yeah literally show, show someone's ankle so like let an, let an ankle slip in this ad here well it was, it was for bathing suits um, and that's where the first marketing person said the words sex sells and it's like so this has been around for more than a century and yet youtube is like oh I, I, I don't understand. It's this nothing to do with time travel. If I could time travel, I would go back and fix YouTube. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a whole other discussion. We'll have some other yeah. time. I don't want to get into that because I won't stop. Just write on the board, sex sells, quotes. And then two weeks from now, it'll be like, what did we mean by this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, time travel in fiction is something that I kind of hate. It's something that I, I will never touch on. I would like to challenge myself. To try and figure out if there's a way I can do that that you will like. No. <laughs> like, that's why I've kind of avoided the, the series The Wheel of Time. Because I know it does involve time travel of some sort. And even though I've had so many people tell me, oh, no, 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 no. Read it. It's good. I'm like, nope. No. I, I, One, I, I, first of all, it's 13 books. And some of them are pretty goddamn thick. Second, I think it's 13. It might be more. Um, second of all, time travel being involved kills it for me i think you are giving time travel the same unfair treatment as i was affording to anime no no (laughs) anime hasn't earned that (laughs) because no matter what decade you look at there was at least a good anime i mean like the one jesus like there's a lot of good animes every decade oh absolutely but i'm i'm just saying like at least one you can't name one good time travel story for every decade for the last hundred years okay yeah we can't like between the time machine and end game (laughs) name a good time travel story every decade there's there's the 80s with terminator but okay one (laughs) see it's just and people be like oh like quantum leap no or, or like lost i think does time travel it's like absolutely not uh, what about time travel where it's just simple like you can blink forward into the future a few seconds nobody ever does that or like yeah but like something simple like that like superpower stuff i don't consider that okay so we're talking about like really. full-on like i am going to bleep this machine and well, yeah like doctor who stuff yeah. like i'm gonna go back and have sex with queen elizabeth <laughs> That kind of thing. Isn't that an actual Doctor Who plot? Yes. 
he went back and she was very angry with him because he went back and banged her and then he went back a second time and she was like you left and like tried to cut his head off it's like okay sure we'll go with that as a baseline idea all right i'm I'm sure that had would have had no effect on the historic course i mean like with doctor who it's not meant you're not meant to pay attention to the time travel that much it's meant to be just silly supposed to be fun fun times and fans of the show have told me that it was at its worst when it was trying to get you to take time travel the most serious yeah which i don't know when that was um mostly through the moffat era stephen moffat well not through david Tennant. It was, yeah, it was really, but uh, Moffat was less involved in the writing through the David Tennant. It was Matt, it was a Matt Smith era that, mm. and onwards, that he really took over as like a sole contributor. Yeah, because Doctor Who for decades was just basically a kid's show. Mm-hmm. And then it got rebooted as kind of, well, it's, it still has the kiddie elements, you know, mm-hmm. like the Daleks and Daleks. But it's geared a little bit more towards adults now that I think it was the ninth doctor. He was only, he only had one season, but that was well received enough to kind of get. And to then the David 10th Tennant, doctor really just kind of, like who was kind of just like put doctor who into global. Yeah. Popular. Yeah. Culture. Like that was uh, David Tennant was the doctor where both fa- old fans of the show and new fans of the show both agree on that was a good doctor. Yeah. But because they're between like, there isn't really before and after a whole lot of agreeance on who a good doctor is, except for David Tennant. Yeah. And it's also David Tennant's one of those rare occurrences with the doctor where the doctor and their companions, companions are beloved. Yeah. Um, like the death of Rose and everything mm-hmm. is like one of those. I don't think Rose died. She was put in another dimension. They were separated. Yeah. Um, that's still, that's considered like one of the saddest moments in TV yeah. history. Rose on a beach is still a meme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a rose that was left on a beach. like. <laughs> but I, I, I just, I hate time travel so much. It's, it's such. It's a crutch. Like I said. It's a crutch. And it's like, I feel like a lot of people use it. And they use it for fun ways. That's been done a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, like, with time travel, every time that it happens in some, in, a, in a serialized media, it's treated like this is new and hasn't been done before. It has. Yes, always. Like, like, the whole, like, I need to go back in time to stop my future from happening or to keep my future happening the way it is or yeah. something. It's like, it's... I need it's... to go back and bang my mom. <laughs> okay. I'm okay with that. Like, because that was an element... I, I'm... Not banging your mom, but just like the way that uh, Back to the Future treated that first movie with time travel. Oh. It was like, time travel was an obstacle. Yeah. Um, it wasn't something, it, was, it wasn't an opportunity. No, I've never seen Back to the Future. Really? Because the time travel thing, okay. I was always avoiding it. Um, like, personally, it's it was okay for like an 80s thriller. I wouldn't say it's anything particularly special. And I mean, I, I, there's, I hadn't seen the indiana jones movies until mm-hmm. kingdom of the crystal skull came out yeah. so it was like for a long time i was just avoiding a, a lot of 80s movies and oddly 80s movies i still don't have all of that much love for let's talk about ghostbusters let's not <laughs> uh for reference james and i both really can't don't have anything positive to say about ghostbusters i like ghostbusters too i think it's bad and funny um, I've never seen Ghostbusters 2. I've just seen the first one. It's evil goo that makes everyone angry. <laughs> That's there from, a, I think, a Carpathian painting 
from hundreds of years ago. That's hilarious. And it's just ridiculous. And I loved it as a kid and I hated the original because I was like, the, the, the original, I found the original boring. I had to force myself to laugh at the original just to justify me watching it. See, I, I found the original boring and the se- and the sequel so campy I, I, and, and dumb yeah, that I just I, I, I don't understand why it. the first one gets this kind of reverence because it is just boring and people try and twist it into all these like well, I, i'm saying this after i made it after it. we made a video talking about how a korean porn mags uh, ma- uh comic uh is actually about capitalism and stuff but well, like so is ghostbusters but it's in the opposite direction right but like there's so many justifications for talking about oh this is so funny because of this and it's like why do you have to find reasons to justify why this is funny yeah comedy ages the fastest mm-hmm. and the worst yeah, that's, that's the thing with comedy. It's very mm-hmm. rare that you'll find something like Some Like It Hot, where it's like, it's still funny. And that's why comedy was considered lowbrow, because it's playing to the audience you have, not to the audience that will exist. Yeah, like, Although I read sections... Billy Wilder comedies are still funny. I read sections of a satyr play from ancient Greece. Um, there were, it was a genre of plays called satyr plays, and it was pretty funny. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, I get where you're going with this. This is cute. And I mean, there's still like some Shakespeare plays that if you know what they're saying. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. actually If really you can funny. figure it out. Like Midsummer Night's Dream is hilarious. Like yeah. if you figure, but also you have to know like the culture, honestly, with the culture of theater, it hasn't changed that much. Um, uh, Twelfth Night has some cute moments. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of Shakespeare's poems have really dirty pun- puns in them. Yeah. Uh, for instance, I don't know whether it's a play or a poem, but there's an, a point where he says hours to hours. Mm. And it's considered a famous line. I can't remember the full quote. But the way that it would have been pronounced at the time in English was hours to hours. Yeah. Uh, which was a play on horse. Yeah. Which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was doing this. And people are saying that he wouldn't approve of dirty dirty media. Like, yeah. no, don't even. Shakespeare loved dirty media. <laughs> it's like Shakespeare got famous by making super gory plays and yeah. super <laughs> sexy plays. Yep. Yeah. That's that's how he got famous. Don't mm-hmm. don't try and be like eh, not super cuz he was Shakespeare was kind of a toned down uh, version of Mar- Joseph Marlowe. Compared to Marlowe, he was a little bit tamer. What for sex or gore? Yes. So I don't know anything that Marlowe wrote. Yeah, Marlowe is the, the funny I thing question is, that he wrote something gorier than Titus Andronicus. I, I no, I think he did. I think he, if it's the one I'm thinking of, I think it's called the Fairy Queen. I can't remember if he did it or that was someone else. I don't know. That I'm, I, it's you know, I had a I have a memory block during university, so I, all details aren't coming back to me properly. But anyway, Joseph Marlowe, both Joseph Marlowe and Shakespeare were born in the same year. Um, by the time Shakespeare got his acting troupe together and got famous, uh, Joseph Marlowe had already gotten famous to be like the premier playwright of London and died. <laughs> he he was a bit of a rock star. Live fast, die young. <laughs> and now no one remembers him. English departments do. English. It's unfortunate because he was he was very much a very rock star. His plays mm-hmm. are were very fun. Like yeah. So. Well, I guess in order to really for normal people to go find out about his plays, they'll have to time travel back to the <laughs> 1500s? It was I like, the 1500s, right? Uh, I think the 1400s, actually. Can't remember. Yeah, I, I think it was the 15s. Anyway, um, I like that interesting segue to bring this back to uh, clapping this uh, podcast off. Yeah, with time travel. So, an op- an op- an op- It's funny that a podcast about time travel has spent so little time talking about time travel. I think we've spent a lot of time talking about time travel. Too and much, I think in your a opinion. Really interesting thing is that if you start this podcast over again, mm-hmm. 
you have traveled back in time. That so is an interesting should... element of digital spaces. Does digital files bring things back? From, like that's the thing with photographs. They like, do. You are so capturing you should replay a singular this moment. But then again, but reload with a photo- the page if you're watching it on YouTube. So it counts as another view. With a photograph, you are not looking at the image. You're looking at a bunch of bubbles that have been burnt. For an actual photo, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you should restart, reload this page and go back in time about 55 minutes to listen to the past all over again. My name is James. I was going to close off with a quote from Heraclite. Not Heraclite. Not Heraclite. What is it? Heraclite? No. Greek philosopher. Can the same man step in the river twice? No, because he is not the same man and is not the same river. What was his name? Anyway, I'm Nick. I mean, it would be the same man and the same river. No, because the river has changed and the man has changed. But it's the same river. The river has changed slightly. Rocks have moved around. Little pebbles have shifted. There's a leaf where there wasn't before. The leaf that was in the river is now in a different place. That's very, like, minute changes. It was kind of speaking to that the entire force, driving force of the universe is chaos and that we should not try to put order on chaos, but adapt to it. This podcast is chaos. Um, how is that different from any other podcast? I don't know. Some of them are, like, really well-structured and boring. Really? Do yeah. you think so? Do you th- honestly think that, that we have never gone in a situation where we have tried to stop the podcast like 10 Not times? Not us. I mean, oh. other podcasts. Oh, Jesus. Other people's podcasts. Okay, yeah. <laughs> us well-structured. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My name is James. I'm Nick. Thank you for listening. We'll see you again next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.